there are very few feelings better than living your life, being at the gym, you know, being at a brewery after, you know, working all day, whatever, and knowing that, you know, getting a Slack message that they finished part of the project. I'm Bill Small. And I'm Miles Hansen. Welcome to The Subtle Art of Not Yelling, a weekly podcast for creatives about the creative process. Learn how to finish what you start, ship your work, and build a business without being the loudest on the block. Less Less noise, noise, more... (sighs) Hey, Miles. Hey, Bill. You ever get lost in the weeds? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> now, I know you used to live in Colorado, but I'm not talking about that. Oh. You mean... <laughs> you mean Lost the, in uh, the weed. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. No, I just mean like, you know, um, overwhelmed, doing a lot of stuff, but not sure you're moving forward trying to learn how to do everything that you think you need to do and maybe some other stuff too, or at least feeling like you're supposed to. Yeah, those weeds. Ah, different type of fog. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I enter that realm pretty frequently and especially in the past. Um, you know, I feel like I've just kind of collected so many different skills little little skills that are really cool and helpful and then also skills that kind of just because i can do so many little things i end up wasting so much time and getting you know anxious or overwhelmed because you can learn everything nowadays you can do you ever get uh you know man i don't not anymore wow okay i really don't uh, here's why, because, and I think we actually did an episode about this, something about just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. one of the things that I learned the hard way <laughs> was that I can do a lot of things. And over the years of jumping in or having opportunities to dive in and learn things, usually while getting paid for them, um, I find and have found that, yeah, I can do a whole lot of different things. Um, but when I was trying to just sort of do all of them, I really wasn't moving forward and I felt really scattered and my business didn't really work as a whole. Um, and there, and, and what that showed me is one, just because I can do something doesn't mean I should. And two, there's a lot of things that, quite frankly, somebody else is just going to do better. Just because I can, right, doesn't mean that I'm the right person to do that, um, given whatever need I have. You know, you and I use, um, we use marketing and social media around this a lot, right? Mm -hmm. When When we're talking about business. And, you know, I have somebody helping me right now. I understand what they're doing. Okay. And you, you could you know, probably do a lot of it 
I, I could do to. the whole thing. I know how it works, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm not the right person to do that. First of all, right. because, well, quite frankly, I'm not going to. I don't really <laughs> like it, right? Yeah. I don't like it. Um, I understand it. I get it. I see how it works. I don't like it. I don't want to get up in the morning and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I give it to somebody who actually wants to do that. Um, and really, they probably understand it better than I do. For sure. Um, what's what's one of those things for you that you decided, oh, I'm going to learn how to do this, and now you're kind of like, mm, no, it'd be better if I hired somebody else. I have really, um, you know, I do branding work and, and a lot of design work, but, you know, I always tell you I, I don't feel like a designer. I am, but I don't, you know, I'm not formally trained, yada, yada, yada. So there are, pl- I mean, design is a huge realm and there's plenty of things that I can't really do very well or very quickly. So there was a phase where I wanted to get into logos and I'm glad I tried it, but it, it's it's harder than I thought. <laughs> and And I've made some cool logos and I can make it work, but actually designing the logo, certain types of logos myself, all the way through is just that those are weeds for me. Um, so I've finally found someone who is a graphic designer who can do logos, who can help pull all the, the little details together. So I kind of act as the orchestrator, if you will, um, working with the client to figure out what they need and what they want and then building the identity and having them kind of build the little pieces within that. And that has, I mean, Bill, when I tell you there are very few feelings better than living your life, being at the gym, you know, being at a brewery after, you know, working all day, whatever, and knowing that, you know, getting a Slack message that they finished part of the project and sent it to you is one of the best feelings, man, because I'm no longer in those weeds. Someone else is doing what they're really good at. And it just frees me up, man. Well, do you know what you're distinguishing right there as far as I'm concerned? It's the difference between creating a business and being a freelancer. Now, I'm not saying a freelancer doesn't have a business. They do, right? Their business is freelancing, (laughs) right? (laughs) You are building something that you don't have to do all of the work for, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, and that means it's scalable. You know, a freelancer can only do so much work, right? They're only going to be able to do so much. Yeah. Uh, you could hire 10 of them, ultimately. I'm not saying you want to grow that big, but you can. Yeah. Um, and and that's a, that's a huge distinction. And, and there's nothing wrong with either side. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, being a freelancer is bad. It's not. It's great. You know, I've, I've been one, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it isn't very scalable, right? Um, right. You can only go so far. All you can do is raise your prices at some point. Um, what you're doing now, looking at it that way, is you're actually building a business and maybe even a business that down the road can work without you. Yeah, this you really got me thinking about this um, decision that everyone gets to make and this line that you get to cross or not where you can just 
focus on your craft. Like there are people, Design Joy is a company. Um, it's one dude. He's gone viral on on all the platforms because he's built like a hundred thousand dollar business per month with just him. And he has like, you know, $5,000 packages for his clients and he just does any design that they want. And he's really, really good. So that's just him. But it's a business, but it's him getting really, really, really good at his craft and probably staying pretty focused on certain types of clients and projects. And then you have the other side, which is, okay, I know that I'm not good at all these things, but I'm building a business around this or whatever. And I'm going to put the piece, I'm going to find the pieces and put them together. And I think that there's this decision you get to make where you can either just be really good at your craft and keep learning all the skills around it, kind of the solo path. And that, like, I did that pretty much up until, you know, maybe recently. And then at some point, Especially, you do have to have some resources, obviously, right? It has to, the math has to be there. You just find other people to do, to fill in the gaps. Sure. And get out of the weeds. And that's an important decision you have to look at. And I think you have that even, uh, you know, you have, I was thinking about my own business, businesses. And as a coach, I mean, well, you know, my craft is the actual coaching, right? That's the, getting right. in, in on the call, in the session, whatever, and doing that. And I am the only person who can do that in my business, right? And I'm not really yeah. interested necessarily in bringing on other coaches and growing in that way. I mean, people do it, right? That's yeah. just, uh, I've never, that's never been a thing. Right. However, there are other things that have to happen around that, right? At some level, uh, you know, uh, years ago, I stopped doing my own taxes. Nice. I stopped doing my own bookkeeping um, because I, you know, somebody has to give the person who's going to do my taxes all the information. Is that going to be me? No. Um, you know, we just touched on marketing. You know, mm -hmm. uh, for most for most businesses, most people, it's very difficult to have anybody fully take on your social media for a bigger company you can do it but for people like me it has to be me it's my voice yeah nobody can post and really sound like me they just can't do that right so either i'm willing to do that or i'm not but there are other things around that that i don't want to do and that the whole thing will work a lot better if i have somebody else do it and also somebody kind of guiding me hey, you know, I see you're not posting very much right now. Why don't you try this? Or, hey, these things are getting more engagement than those things. Maybe you try more of this. Somebody outside of me who can pay attention to that because I don't have the bandwidth to pay attention to that. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of a tough thing because I can't tell you how often, you know, I want to, um, for example, I have a client I'm doing a book cover design for, and I'm really excited about it. And I have a design process where I just like see what comes out and I make a bunch of different versions and we go from there. But it takes a lot of time and I have a lot of things going on. And I was on, um, 
I was actually on Fiverr for a different project and just saw these really cool illustrations. And it was like 50 bucks. I reached out and now she is doing the book cover design illustration. And the first version looks so cool. It's like a sketched version of his silhouette. It's awesome. And um, I don't have to stress about it. I'm, I'm literally using all my time to work on other stuff that needs to get done. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's an interesting observation that like obviously if you're going to grow a business, you probably need some help at some point and you can't do everything. And I don't think you should try to do everything. You're going to get lost in the weeds that way. Though, isn't it interesting that you typically have the pull or the idea that you have mm. to do it all yourself? There you go. Okay, what's up with that? Yeah, I mean, I, and I think many people, and I've certainly been there too, think, oh, I have to do it all myself. And there's there's two ways I think about that. Like, I used to do my own taxes and keep my own books, right? I know I know what that's supposed to look like, right? So when I get my tax return... It's not like I've never seen one before. And if something looks really weird, then I can say, hey, this looks really weird. And yeah. either my accountant can tell me about it or I can just go look and say, all right, what happened? You know, why is this different this year than last year? Because I know what to look for. I've done it myself before I handed it off. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, there are other things that maybe I don't ever really want to do (laughs) (laughs) that I've hired somebody else to do. Yeah. Um, It can be more challenging to oversee that Mm -hmm. as a manager or as a, you know, I've hired a freelancer or whatever, but at the same time, I remember years ago, it's a long time ago. I was in a co-working space in Austin and I walked, they had a bulletin board. I walked, I was looking at the bulletin board one day. And there was a job opportunity. There was somebody who needed, uh, this person had a, uh, a website and was getting a new online store that someone was building for them. And they needed the website to match the online store, this new online store. Mm-hmm. And it, it really wasn't a big job. It was you know, all the pieces were there. She just needed somebody who knew how to use WordPress well enough that they could match the the two things. And back in those days, I was using WordPress. I was, you know, pretty familiar with it. So I thought, all right, I'm just going to call her up and, you know, give her a price and knock it out. So I did. And I called her up and I don't, I don't remember what I charged her, but it was a fair amount of money. You know, it wasn't, super cheap, but she was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And I realized once I got into it that it was over my head <laughs> that I needed somebody else. So I got on Upwork and I found a guy and he seemed cool and he got back to me and he did it for me in like 24 hours. And I had mm-hmm. to go back to him once or twice to just kind of work things out. We got it all done. I actually made more money than he did. Um, for managing it. I ended up uh, doing another something else for her, you know, and ended up charging her like double what I thought I was going to. Um, And mostly Mm. what I did was just manage the work. 
Yep. Just made I just made sure it got done. That's all. Which which is probably the most valuable part that that requires the most trust and responsibility. That's what you're really looking for because the actual That's what like, she paid me for. She paid yeah. me to make sure it got done and got exactly. done to her satisfaction so that she didn't have to do that. That's a really good reminder because when there's money involved, all sorts of weird things come into come into play uh, for for creative people typically. And we almost think, well, because they're paying me, I have to do it. Like they want me to do it. But what I think I've realized in the more recently is they have a problem and they want it solved and they trust me to get it solved. And after that, it's pretty much like, fuck it, I'm going to figure it out. If I can't do it, I'm going to find someone that can and figure it out. And I've been doing that a lot more lately and it feels really good. And the only thing you have to then really manage is how much you're charging so that you actually still make money because it may sound like, oh, I'm not doing the work, but you actually are. You're just doing a different work than you were doing, right? That's Yeah, wow. It's not like you're not doing work. You know, if you if you take on a branding project for somebody and they need graphics and you mm-hmm. decide I'm not the person to do the graphics, right? Mm-hmm. You still have to manage that person and you have to get a result that lines up with you and your business, right? That feels like it's at the level that you need it to be at and that makes your client happy. That takes work. That takes work. All right, so what's the moral of this story, you think? Uh, You don't have to do it all by yourself, and you probably shouldn't. There you go. The world is overwhelming. We're constantly being pulled in a million directions, and it's only going to get worse. So much of what we're sold online is about planning, strategizing, and thinking. But doing is the hardest and most important part. The box is where projects get finished. In the box, you'll organize, prioritize your projects, and finish what you start. You won't learn anything new. You'll simply get a lot done and be a part of a small community of doers. Go to theboxworkshop.com. Thanks for listening today. We can't do this without the support of our listeners. So please leave us a review or sign up for our newsletter at subtleartofnotyelling.com.